Hey guys, this is your girl, Model E, of course, of the In Your Friends podcast. Thank you for tuning into another bi-weekly episode with your girl. I hope everyone is doing well, and I hope that you guys are enjoying my videos that I am doing. Continue to show those love, and because the girl appreciate it, and that what keeps me going, all right? So guys, remember to keep up with me on Instagram at enfriendspod and also on Twitter, which I am on very heavily at Erica Jones with the Z on the end. And don't forget Z on the end, okay? Because that's very important. Now, y'all guys know that I always have a, a story to tell, right? So this particular incident happened on two different occasions. So. The first incident happened, now it has been less than a month period that I have been approached and asked this question. So the first time I was asked this question by a female and she said, are you a runner? Have you ran? And I was like, no, I'm not a runner. And I guess because, you know, you know, it's summertime. So I got my legs out, you know, so I have very long legs. And so they see my legs and I guess the shape of it and everything is, you know, like a runner, you know, I, I have very good, strong legs, especially in my thigh area. I have some, you know, very good thigh meat, <laughs> but then also, you know, at the bottom, you know, they're very skinny. It looks like a bat, you know, I can't help that, but I guess I have some running legs, look like I ran. So um, I told her, I say, no, ma'am, not a runner. I say, but I did wanted to run you know, when I was in high school and, you know, because I did, I watched a lot of, um, you know, the running and stuff like that on TV. And, you know, a lot of time I used to wish, I'm like, oh man, I wish that could be me. You know, that's something that I want to do. So I always thought it was dope, you know? So I could always have run, you know, I've been running all my life as a kid. And I told her, I said, well, if running away from the dogs in the neighborhood consider being a runner then yes I was a runner <laughs> and she bust out and she started laughing so the second incident just happened a few days ago I was in the store again and I was approached by this guy and he said have you ran and I was like oh my god what is going on with these runner questions like they're trying to scam us or something what's going on so he was like, you just look like, you know, you was a runner. He was like, if you not a runner, he was like, I think you have missed your calling at that time. He said, uh, you know, you, you, um, you know, you shape like a runner and everything like that. And he was like, man, he was like, I, I think you really missed your calling, you know, for at that time, you know, and I told him the same story. I said, look, if running from the dogs in the neighborhood in my younger days qualifies me as a runner, then yes. I was a runner. And of course, you know, he got a kick out of it. <laughs> so, you know, it's, it's dope, you know, to have people to come up to you and, you know, just kind of like basically compliment you, you know, and things like that. So, you know, I appreciate it. And because, you know, I smile at people, I talk to them back. I don't mind talking to people, having a little quick conversation and just smiling, put a smile on my face, you know, because you never know. It makes so much difference, you know, and people lives, you know, I could have make somebody day, you know, just by smiling and have a little conversation with them. So stuff like that, I really don't mind, but a lot of people, you know, don't engage in those types of conversations, but me, it's not a thing. I always say I will talk to a dog 
if a dog talks to me. So that's just the type of person that I am. And even if I see you and I'm basically, if I'm going to pass by somebody, most of the time I am going to speak or I'm going to, you know, nod or I may hold my hand up, but for the most part, I'm going to do a little something. So I am very, you know, well-rounded. I'm a nice person. I don't have any issue making conversation with people. I can be in a room of a whole lot of strangers and I won't just be by myself. I will find somebody, you know, to conversate with, you know, just join the conversation. So it's not an issue for me at all. So I just wanted to get that out the way, you know, those little stories that I get, you know, I love getting those, you know, I really do because, you know, I am, you know, I try to keep myself up, you know, I will be 40 and July. So your homegirl is turning 40. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I know. I know. I know. I look good, right? Yes. That's because we're drinking a lot of water. For those of you who are looking on YouTube, yes, drink a lot of water. That will help that skin and keep that melanin flowing like a river, baby. That's right. You got to keep it up. Got to keep it up. So the next conversation that, um, you know, I want to talk to about tonight is this woman who dated her cousin for three years yes tress three years she dated her cousin didn't have any idea and the sad part is i'm gonna let you see it for yourself hold on one second i'm gonna go ahead and do this video and you are gonna see it for yourself <laughs> If I get Instagram to pull up, right? There we go. It's going to take a minute. And I'm going to restart it over. Because. Well, no relationship with Lincoln Cheetah. Because um, apparently he broke up with you, right? Yeah, he did break up with me. And everyone thinks I broke up with him. Yeah. I hate bringing this up and it's something we tried to keep private but i'm here i might as well say it yeah we found out we're cousins because we're cousins we had to separate this feel like a little addy moment all over and lincoln is my cousin <laughs> like wow. he is my cousin so we broke up so you wanted to um continue relationship after you found out that you're our cousins didn't you used to play dolly house with your cousin and do some things with your cousin so that's dolly house yes that's so we had a dolly house you never see wasn't wasn't our thing looking like a dolly house i don't know to me it was it was other dollies involved it was always some shit going on oh my god that is crazy all right guys so what do you think about that so this woman she dated her cousin for three years and like i say the sad part is she did not want it to end the relationship so just like she said in the beginning, they tried to keep it quiet. They really didn't want anybody to know. But apparently they were in like this D relationship, having a sexual intercourse, just having fun and just going through a life, not even knowing that they were cousins and they probably were first cousins. So, you know, first cousins, okay, we family. Second cousin, uh, it 
same time, like after third, it's like, it really don't count. But like she said, you know, like when you have your play play cousins and stuff, you know, back in the day when you were smaller, of course, you know, your kids, you really don't know nobody, your kids. But as you get older, you really have to ask questions. Like you have to ask, okay, what's their last name? Um, what's their mama, their daddy name? Like, who are they kin to in the family? Like, who are they peoples? Like, because we have a lot of history out there. Like there are family out there that I don't know. And just like, I had this conversation with my son just the other day because we heard something similar to this. And so, you know, I was telling him, I say, you know what? I have family out there from all over the place that I really don't know. So therefore you have family out there that you only met when you were like four or five years old and you haven't seen them since. It's bad. You know, I hate that it's like that, but you know, us older folks, our parents, you know, we, even though, yeah, we grew up together, we know each other, but we all grew up and we went our separate ways and everyone just busy and they do what they do. Yes, we keep in contact, but our kids don't keep in contact with each other. Like they really don't know who is who. Like my son only knows basically one, maybe two of his cousins on my side. And one, he's going to meet again after what, four years, he's going to meet this summer again, because them two has grown up so much. And so I do try to keep them two connected because they were the, the most closest to each other. So I try to keep them connected. But back to the conversation where I was telling him, I say, you know, when you get out and you start dating and you have to really ask questions who are some folks in your family? Like get some roots, go back to some histories and just kind of ask questions. Like, well, do you know their mom name? Do you know their aunt? You know, cause they may be one of your kin folks. You just never know. And so, you know, and when you go and you have intercourse, you know, with these people and you come to find out that they're a close family, that's kind of crazy you know it's like do you end the relationship do you continue to go on because you done did so much and it's it's, it's almost weird you know like what do we do in this situation so um you know I was telling him I say just kind of you know ask questions you know like I I know you don't want to do that for everybody that you meet but you just kind of got to ask questions and so it's crazy, you know, as you an adult, you know, you having fun and you realize that, look, I've been fucking my cousin. And it's like, oh, he might, he's my first cousin, you know, like this is, you know, I know his, his mama, you know, she's basically uh, my auntie, but, you know, auntie is all the way over there somewhere, you know, she really don't interact with the family. And, you know, sometimes us, you know, as family, we don't fuck with each other. You know, we'll be like, you can keep your ass over there. That's how we do sometimes. You know, I, I don't know what everybody else, but I know us black folk, that's what we do. You know, we're like, you know what? You don't want to deal with us and we're not going to deal with you. So you keep your mess over there. <laughs> that's just how it is. And then that's how we end up not knowing each other. But it's, it's, it's a hard situation and you find yourself what do I do, you know, and I have, I know people, like, in my area, like, who 
have date married their cousins and they have a whole family and they even look alike that's the crazy part they look alike and they have a whole family together and a lot of times um your kids can come out you know with some type of deformities because that is that same bloodline but it doesn't happen all the time, but the majority of the time it does. And it's a very sticky situation, you know, with that. So you got to be careful who you date, guys. So if you guys have any types of stories of, you know, people that you know that dated someone that was very close, kindred, or you may have dated somebody, you know, let me know. Let's have a conversation. Um, that that will be very interesting to talk about. So my next topic that I want to talk about tonight is looking out for my kids. I've been looking out for my kids, trying to find a more healthier meal or more healthier breakfast, such as cereal, because everyone loves cereal, even though us adults love cereal as well. So me, you know, scrolling on the internet, I came across magic cereal. So of course they talks about the year of research that they did, you know, all these tons of research that they did to make sure that the cereal still basically tastes like the cereal that you are used to, but just a little more healthier in your body, you know, with, you know, less sugar and all that stuff. So I said, you know what, I'm not sure how this is going to turn out, but I am willing to give it a try because one of my sons, you know, the younger ones, he's six years old. And so he basically always complains about, I think he eats cereal or any type of sweetness in the morning, whether it's um, like cinnamon sticks and stuff like that, or pancakes, you know, he says, oh, my tummy hurts. And I understand this pain because me as an adult, if I eat something, you know, that touches my taste buds that early in the morning, guess what? I get that little, you know, weird feeling in my tummy as well. So I said, you know what? Let me go ahead and let me see if I can find something a little more healthier. So came across Magic Spoon. Order some Magic Spoon. And first of all, I was a little skeptical because the boxes looked kind of small on their website and on their social media. But at the same time, you know, it, it didn't look too little, but it didn't look too big. And I was like, for the price that you pay for it. So you pay about $40 for four. You pick four flavors and it comes as a bundle. And it's about $40, almost $40. So that's basically like almost $10 a box. And so I ordered them. They came in very quick. Went to Amazon and realized, guess what, guys? I could have bought it off Amazon and got it in two days. <laughs> you know, Amazon got everything. Amazon is my boy. It's my hookup. So I got some magic cereal got it home and the flavors I picked was birthday cake, peanut butter, um, I think it was a blueberry and what was the other flavor? Oh my God, I can't remember the other flavor, 
But anyway, um, yeah, it was a chocolate. It was like a chocolate flavor, yeah. So no, it was corn. It was like cornflakes. That's what it was. It was like cornflakes. But the thing is, they don't look like the cereal that we eat. You know, sometimes our cereals like um, cornflakes or fruity pebbles, you know, they are like flat and crispy. These were like um, the regular circle cereal, like Apple Jacks um, and things like that. That's how they look. All of them, you know, they look the same. They just, you know, basically had like a different color. And for instance, the birthday cake had little sprinkles in it. Now, I tried it first before the kids try it. And my kids, this is how my kids go. If you have a reaction to something, they're basically going to have the same reaction. Like if you're not for it, they're not going to be for it. So I can't trick my baby. So I tasted myself first and I said, okay, it's not bad. But as I got to the end of it, it had like a cardboard factory taste. Like it was weird. And that taste stayed in my mouth for so long to the point where I had to brush my teeth and basically kind of had to eat something else just to get it out. So I let the kids taste it and I warned them. I said, hey, you only need a little bit. You don't need a lot. Like your you know, cereal you've used to eating, you only need a little bit. So they got a little bit and they tasted it. And the baby, he ate it first. And he was automatically like, mm, mom, this is good. This is good. He was like, oh, I like birthday cake, right? So I was like, okay, I, I think he really liked this. He liked it. You know, I don't know if he was just doing it for me to make me, you know, feel good. Because sometimes, you know, they don't want to let their mom down. They don't want to let their mom know that they don't like something or if it's not good. So, you know, they do that to let me down easily. Like my kids are like little old people. Like you, they just so smart. So it's, it's, it's crazy. It's weird. So the oldest came and he got some and he said, mm, I don't like how this tastes. He was like, it tastes funny. I don't like it. And I was like, Ugh. so once he said that, and then the baby, he still kept his one a little bit, you know, he ate it all or whatever. And so he was like, I want to try this one. So he went and he tried another flavor. He was like, oh, okay. He said, this is good too. But then eventually it started lessening and he was like, no, I want my Fruity Pebbles back. I want my Captain Crutch. <laughs> so, um, so what these cereal is, is they have a very high protein. They are gluten-free, they have low carbs, and they are also grain-free, and they have um, zero sugar. So they have no sugar at all. So just imagine you eating all the sugar all your life in your cereal to come to find out that there is no sugar in it. It's just all natural flavors. It's nothing. Okay, well, we do that for stuff that we eat now you know we have zero sugar stuff we have it's vegan it's gluten-free it's non-gmo we do that and it tastes pretty good but the magic cereal not to i'm not going to bash them or anything like that but because they have tried and the cereal is not that great i have proposed a question about that on twitter and I had a few comments where people were like, no, they did not like the cereal. They immediately throw it away, not even give it to anyone. They threw it away. And they said that, you know, it had a very nasty taste. 
They said it tastes like cardboard. And my thing is, I think they spent a whole lot of money on marketing and advertising this cereal. Because if you go and you see them online, you will think that this is the best cereal that has ever happened. That's what you will think. But a lot of people shit on them and say, oh, you guys are just getting a lot of people to say that this cereal is good and this cereal is very nasty. I can't stand it. I would never buy any more of these. And the boxes, let me tell you the boxes. You guys eat Crunch and Munch, right? Yes, the little peanuts and the caramel and stuff. Okay, so you know that box is probably about a little 12 ounce box right now. Sometimes you can get them at the dollar store and it's like a 12 ounce box, a little smaller than the one you would get out the grocery store. So when I got the box, the box were very small. It was smaller than the Crunch and Munch box. And I paid almost $10 a box. So that right there made me feel like I, I made the wrong decision right then. Because first of all, they don't give you a whole lot for the price that you pay for it. And for it to be nasty, it wasn't good at all. It was a, it was a good, it was a good, you know, thinking strategy. You know, it was it was a good way to, you know, get that health in his back and to you know, our regiment for our kids and for adults as well, because we still eat cereal. But I just think that they need more than a year of planning this. Um, they really need to sit down, go back to the drawing board. And I'm not saying you got to put sugar in it, but we got to do something because the balancing on the chemicals and stuff, that's not where it at. So Magic Spoon, if you are listening to this podcast, you should listen to your peoples and do better um, at this cereal because at this rate, your guys are not going to be around any longer. All right. Moving on. Um, baby formula shortages. I know um, we have been talking about this for at least a month now that, you know, our babies, um, they are having a shortage on formula. So people have been scramming around and trying to find different alternative, you know, to feed their babies. And for those of you who are not um, breastfeeding, they are looking like cow's milk and all type of stuff. And I'm going to tell you right now, that's not something that I thought about doing when I had my kids. And let me tell you guys that story. I have two kids, right? So I have tried to breastfeed both of my babies. The very first one, I tried so hard at it, you guys. I took um, lactose class to know how to pump and everything. And I'm sorry, I don't have big boobs. I'm not a big boob person. So I tried my best. The baby really didn't like it he didn't latch on the way that I thought it that he would and he wasn't getting enough and so my husband he automatically says let's just give the baby some milk you know he really wasn't on my side he wasn't meeting me halfway with this because I think he was against it from the beginning anyway <laughs> and so when he realized that the baby wasn't 
latching on to it and wasn't really feeling it. And that's when he was like, okay, it's my turn to go ahead and voice my opinion. Let's give this baby some milk. So that's how that happened. Okay, second child. I did it again. I said, you know what? This is something that I really wanted to do. I have my babies natural. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to breastfeed my baby. I don't care what nobody says. I'm going to do this. So I breastfeed again. I went and bought a breast pump and everything. Try to pump. Hmm, didn't work. This second child, see now this second child was different from the first child. The first child had patience. The second one, no, my, we ain't doing this. Give me something to eat, lady. So that didn't last very long. So for those who can't breastfeed, it's, it's a lot. I know, I know it's a lot. But I think that the factories are opening up or they are finding some formula from somewhere else. I have even heard that people been going on um, on Amazon and finding uh, formula, but they will have to change the location like to Canada instead of the United States because they have some in Canada. So um, I think things are getting better now. They are getting more in the store, you know, as the time goes by. But yeah, I just wanted to, you know, give you guys my opinion on that about the baby um, formula because I've, I've tried, I wanted to breastfeed and it didn't work out for me, but I'm not upset because I tried. It's not something that I, I have in my head and was like, dang, I wish I'd try to, you know, breastfeed my kids. And I did. So even though dad was against it, <sighs> so, but anywho, Let's move on to the next conversation. I have a little ease education for you. You guys know how I like to fill your knowledge basket. And you probably know about this. I know I'm a little late on talking about this, but um, the credit bureau um, and medical bills, they have a new process now. So you know how you can go and accumulate all these medical bills and they will see you to collection in a certain amount of time if you don't pay them. Well, um, Equifax, TransUnion, and Experian, they have agreed to three important changes to reporting um, your medical collection accounts. So they, they're gonna be a little lenient on you right now. They're gonna help you out a little bit, I guess because it's the pandemic, and they want to make sure, you know, that people can, you know, make sure they can have enough money to actually pay their bills without sending them to collections. Because to be honest, this whole collection deal, it's, it's crazy. You know, I don't like it. And especially during the pandemic, I really think that they should give people more leeway on, you know, paying their bills, making payments and stuff like that. But they don't do that. They don't try to help. They say they try to help, but they really don't. But let's go back to um, the credit bureaus. So um, what they're going to do as of July 1st of this year, they will no longer include um, medical collection debt on your credit report. Okay. So this is going to come into effect on July the 1st of this year that they will not report that. Now, the time period before the unpaid medical collection debt will appear on your report and it will increase from six months to one year. So normally it will be six months for you to pay this collection, um, you know, this bill, but then now we're gonna give you one year. As of July 1st, we're gonna give you one year 
So this gives you more time to work with the insurance company or, um, you know, your healthcare providers where you got your service rendered at and to, you know, go ahead and address this issue so it won't go on your credit. Now, if the medical uh, collection debt is under $500, it will not be included on your credit report. So if you have medical bills, $500 or less, guess what? It will not go on your credit report. Now, this doesn't go into effect until um, the first half of 2023. So right now, as of July 1st, Instead of six months, you got a whole year to work on your medical bills. And then the middle of 2023, if it's under $500, they won't report you. Now, they're doing this to, you know, help people who have unexpected bills, you know, who, who face that. And that's a lot of us right now. It's a lot of us who are going through a whole lot of unexpected things. You know, this pandemic has caught, has caused a lot of, you know, disruptions in a lot of our lives. Um, so, um, I do appreciate them, you know, helping this because medical bills is one of the things that hurt a lot of people when it comes to your credit, um, your medical bills and student loans, like those are the two things that haunt you like a ghost. Like you have to do right by them. They are like the IRS. You have to treat your medical bills and your student loans like your babies, you got to take care of them. So that's a little bit from the ease education section. You know, I like to fill your knowledge basket up because we just can't be all fun and games on the podcast. Yeah, we can laugh, we can do that. But at the same time, we got to get a little bit of education in. So that is what this podcast is about. You know, get a little education. You know, it's nothing wrong with a little education. All right, I think I'm going to go and talk about one more thing. Um, and this is something that um, that will help everyone. You know, we have a lot of mixing kids now, um, and the kids is 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 happening more and more every day. So what it is now, we're always on Instagram. We're always on our phone scrolling. So guess what? If there is a missing kid alert, it's going to come across Instagram instead of coming through your phone, um, your regular phone it's gonna come across Instagram because I think that way it will help us find, you know, these missing kids more quicker because we're constantly on there. And so anybody can say, oh my God, I just see this kid. Let me go ahead and let me alert the authorities. So I think that is um, a very good deal right there. Um, you know, I was going to get into something else, but it's going to be a little longer than what I expected. So guess what? I'm going to save it for next bi-weekly episode. How about that? We're going to have some fun next bi-weekly episode. This episode was a good episode too, because guess what? You get to see this beautiful face. Yes, you get to see this beautiful face. And also, you guys know, I enjoy telling you my stories and continue to tell a friend to tell a friend about your girl model e and like i say if you want to come on the podcast and pod let's do it just let me know and also keep up with me on instagram at e and friends pod and on twitter at erica jones with the z on the end and also guys check out my other podcast where I am the co-host of the Life and Love podcast with Erica and Sean. My husband and I has a podcast and we talk about things that's 
you know, happen within our relationship, things that's, you know, happening out in the world that's related to relationship, you know, things that worked for us, what did not work for us. And um, we have a very good time on our podcast and we would love for you guys to keep joining us and keep sending us those letters because we know that you guys are listening and we appreciate that. So make sure you go ahead and subscribe to our YouTube page. It's um, Got What You Need Network. It's G-W-U-N Network. So go ahead and make sure that you like and you subscribe so you can see, you know, he's handsome too. He's a nice, handsome man. You know, I love that man. So, you know, we here, baby. We here. So guys, if you can't be good, be careful. Thank you for watching and listening to the E and Friends podcast. I am your girl, Model E. See you later.